Hello and welcome to Shay's Sports Stories, and this is the Halloween special. This week we'll be talking about the greatest sports curses. We'll also be talking about how uh, true each curse seems. So we'll start with the Superdome in New Orleans, uh, which is allegedly cursed. So the Superdome was literally built on a burial ground, and yeah, 100% true, Superdome built on a burial ground. Which is, like, as stereotypical as a cursed place gets, and is for real true. Uh, so, the Saints, or as they were nicknamed in their early years, the Aints, were very bad. Uh, in their first 33 years, the Saints won zero playoff games. It took 20 years for the Saints to have a winning record in a season. In 1987, they went 12-3, and, and somehow lost... 44 to 10 in the wild card to the 8 and 7 Vikings. The Saints continued with missing the playoffs or losing the wild card round until 2000 when they had a playoff game with the Rams. The Saints realized something had to be done. So pre-game they brought in priestess Ava K Jones to hold a voodoo ritual on the field and appease the spirits from the burial ground. The Saints won that day. 10 years later, they won't, they'd win the Super Bowl. As far as how true I think this curse is, as, as far as curses go, this seems very, like, it, is, it seems more based in reality than most curses, just because it's like, there are multiple pieces to it, at least. You know, there was priestess involved that helped out. It literally was built on a burial ground. I mean, there's correlations at the very least. Uh, the other curse we're going to be talking about today. I was originally planning to talk about a few more, but uh, this curse, there's just so many examples of that it ended up making this just a two-curse episode. Uh, and that is the Sports Illustrated cover curse. So, the idea is, appearing on the cover of Sports Illustrated curses you. Uh, the first, first example of this is Braves third baseman Eddie Matthews who's the first person to ever appear on the Sp Sports Illustrated cover, uh, was cursed, allegedly. Following his appearance on the cover, the Braves' nine-game winning streak was snapped, and Eddie Matthews broke his hand. Multiple Oklahoma athletes were featured on the cover in 1957, with a headline that read, Why Oklahoma is Unbeatable. Oklahoma had won their last 47 games, so, I mean, seemed pretty accurate, but they lost to Notre Dame, in the very next game after the cover, ending that winning streak. They hit, that's the longest winning streak in college football. By the way, in the 50s, like, there is a genuinely, like, insane amount of Indy 500-related deaths connected to the Sports Illustrated cover. Uh, I would say probably has more to do with, like, how protective cars were in uh, the 50s rather than the Sports Illustrated cover, but it's just... There are several deaths of Indy 500 drivers that appeared on the Sports Illustrated cover. It was very strange. Uh, so let's move on to the 60s. In 1962, the Final Four preview cover showed a picture of Cincinnati player Larry Shingleton cutting down the nets from the previous year's uh, Cincinnati National Championship win. Shingleton would miss a free throw in the National Championship that would have clinched the game, and their opponent, Loyola, tied the game and won in overtime. In the college football preview in 1972, Nebraska was on the cover with 
the headline, Nebraska goes for three straight, because Nebraska had won their last two national championships, and uh, Nebraska would lose the first game of the season, ruining their hopes for the national title. Ken Norton suffered from the curse twice. Once in 1976, he appeared before a fight with Muhammad Ali. He lost in a disputed decision. In 78, he appeared before a title defense against Larry Holmes. Norton lost by one point in a split decision. In 1984, Nebraska running back Jeff Smith appeared on the cover. Nebraska, who was ranked number one in the country, would go on to lose to unranked Syracuse. Nebraska appeared in 1996 with another headline predicting a three-peat. They got shut out by Arizona State. Uh, this curse is really mean to Nebraska, by the way. In 2003, Bill's defensive tackle Sam Adams was pictured returning a fumble for a touchdown against the Patriots. The Bills would not beat the Patriots again until 2011. Uh, this is another curse where it's like, I think there are some obvious other factors than the Sports Illustrated cover. Notably, Tom Brady. Uh, in 2012, a cover featured Dwight Howard and Steve Nash, who had been recently acquired by the Lakers, with the headline, This is going to be fun. It was not fun. Nash and Howard both underperformed. The Lakers finished as an 8th seed. And Kobe, the only player who was good for the Lakers that year, tore his Achilles, effectively ending his time as one of the best players in the league. In 2013, Alabama's A.J. McCarron was featured on the cover, highlighting Alabama's chance to three-peat. They would go on to lose on the kick six against Auburn, ending their national championships hopes in one of the most absurd game winners ever. But then again, Michael Jordan was on the cover 50 times, and uh, he doesn't seem too cursed, as a, at least in his athletic career. I, I don't... Um, as far as truth, I don't, like, there's not, like, an, I don't see, like, the reason for Sports Illustrated Curse exist, existing seems to have more basis in, like, the reality of, like, the world than, like, the Superdome, where it's, like, maybe guys are cursed because they're appearing on the Sports Illustrated cover because of something unusual and, like, there are additional factors in play there. Uh, but there's also... <laughs> Some people more affected than others, like Ken Norton, Nebraska, seem very unlucky in terms of Sports Illustrated covers. So, you know, you don't really know. I'll, I'll, I think this is like middling as far as curses go and like factuality, I guess. And I mean, there's been so many Sports Illustrated covers. Uh, but that is all for this week. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more great content on 88.9 The Bridge.